0: The reading today is from Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 8, and you'll find it in the service sheet on the second page if you want to read along with me. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Am I work? I I am working, very good. Hello, good morning everybody. It's lovely to see so many of you here um, today. And if you don't know me, my name is Ali. I'm I'm the associate priest here, um, and I am self-identified as a minister in secular employment. And if you want to know anything about that, then come and ask me later. Um, But the rest of them will get very bored if I tell them again uh, what it is I do. So, let's start with a prayer. So, Heavenly Father, um, please take these words and breathe your life in and through them. May you speak to us and may we hear. And may we just catch a glimpse of what you are doing in our lives and in the world around. Amen. Okay. Um, So, um, I don't know about you, but I'm not very good with white clothing. Case in point, um, a couple of weeks ago, um, I went to meet my mate, Dibs. Uh, I've known Dibs a very long time. We were at school together, um, and he's the only person now uh, that I'm still in touch with, and I love him. He's amazing. Anyway, I hadn't seen him for quite some time, so I went to see him, and I put on my brand-new white top it was great i looked smart the only problem was that when we met him we decided that fish and chips were a really good idea and so can anyone guess what happened next go on what happened you i did spill something on my t-shirt can anyone guess what i might have spilt
1: Ketchup Not
0: ketchup oh. It's worse, I think, than ketchup vinegar. Not vinegar Oh, oh, there's a there's Bethany Not ink I've done that on another white top, actually uh, But not that What else? Oh, back over here um, mayonnaise. Not mayonnaise Not mayonnaise Oh, Sheila Sheila's going to have a go as well Curry sauce. Yes. First outing curry sauce down the top. And it is still there. It's not, um, it was meant to be a work top. I'm not, can't wear that to work. Can I any longer? Anyway. Suffice to say, me and white tops do not go well together. But why am I telling you about my white top? Well, this is some of the imagery that we see in our attitude that we are looking at this morning. Blessed ooh, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Or as Tom Wright interprets it, wonderful news for the pure in heart, you will see God. In considering what is meant by pure in heart, all the commentators that I looked at pointed us directly to Psalm 24 and the second section of that, verses 3 to 5. And it's this imagery that helps us understand what Jesus was trying to get at. So, Psalm 24 as a whole... Thanks, Chris. So, Psalm 24 as a whole is all about the kingship of the Lordship of God. And it's split into three sections. This morning we're just gonna consider the first two and only the first one in the sense that what that section does, verses one and two, identifies God as the owner of the world. And it says this, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. The earth is the Lord's. God owns, God created the world. And it's the second section that we need to consider, which is up on the screen now, because that speaks about those who are looking for the creator, the owner of the world. Press pause, because I want to take a little detour. Because it's also thought that this psalm is a form of instruction for entering the sanctuary. So Chris, if I can add the next illustration, please. This leads us to think about the temple in Jerusalem. So before the temple was built, right back in Exodus with Moses... God's presence was thought to be within the Ark of the Covenant, which travelled with um, God's people through the wilderness, but even into the time of David, and would go with them when they went into warfare. But when we got to Solomon, a physical building was built. And the image that you have on the screen, the one you're looking at now, is how we think the temple would have been in Jesus' time. Can you see, right in the centre, the really big, tall space? Can you see that? That's known as the holy place, or the holy of holies. Um, And that was the most sacred space in the temple In fact, only one person, one priest would go in once a year to offer a sacrifice and that priest would be chosen by lots. So it was believed that in in making it a thing of chance that God would be picking the person who would make that sacrifice. And the priests were known for ensuring that they kept themselves clean. My mind here springs to the Good Samaritan and the priest wandering past the road uh, because he thought he might be dead. So the priests were known for ensuring that they kept themselves clean and they would actively do that by avoiding um, anything that would make them unclean. They would actively avoid anything that would make them unclean. Okay. Let's go back to Psalm 24, please, Grace. But Psalm 24 tells us something slightly different. Psalm 24 tells us that it was not only the external, what happened on the outside, that was required, but it was also about the internal nature of the person as well. Verse 3 asks the question, so who can come into the presence of the owner of the world? And verse four provides the answer. Those who have a clean hands and a pure heart. And then in verse five, there is the promise for those um, that do have that, that there will be blessing and confirmation that will come from their savior. The kingdom characteristic of being pure in heart, which Jesus was talking about, has both um, an internal So something inside of us aspect and an external, something outside of us element. The internal element is all around loving God. With all of our heart, with all of our soul and with all of our mind. And that being first, that sense of pursuing that relationship with God. And as I pondered that, I kind of realised that that desire requires us to make time for God in whatever way that that is. And there we, it has different expressions too, so it's expressed through worship, through prayer, through the reading of scriptures, from being with one another and learning from one another. And the external element are the actions then that we take towards one another and do the two add up does what we happen on the outside reflect what's going on in the inside does what's going on on the inside reflect what's going on on the outside i guess the other word that springs to mind is integrity do we have this and do our actions reflect that so this is where we come back to the white shirt because it is in confession and through forgiveness that we are in a sense given this white shirt. Clean hands and a pure heart to be in God's presence. And yet the problem is that left to our own devices, all too often the curry source of sin the, <laughs> will, will just end up on our shirts. It's not possible by our own actions and by our own intentions to remain in God's presence. And that's why we have to regularly come back to confession and to forgiveness to once again receive that new start that he brings. And I love that phrase in Psalm 103, that as far as from the east is from the west, God removes our sins from us. Within the Beatitudes, Jesus is commanding those disciples that those external acts of faith should reflect the inward attitude of that pure heart. And the promise is that they will see God. And one commentator says that that's not just metaphorically in the sense of the Old Testament worship in the temple, but it's got a future aspect, because it will be you will see God face to face in heaven. But remember that God's kingdom is both of this world and the next. And so I reckon that if in our lives we are seeking God now, I think that we won't just see him in heaven, but but that we will see him working, clearly working in the world around us now. But what do you think? And I'm going to leave you to ponder that question. Amen. Thank you so much ali and uh, and a great question for us to be thinking through. I love that image of the uh, the, the curry stain of sin or the curry of sin. Um, I've definitely had some hot curries that taste a bit like that, but um, let 's not go there right for the moment. Our next song picks up on on that aspect of uh, of, of what we were just talking about that, that God purifies our heart that as we come to Christ uh, and and all that he has done in his death and resurrection uh, he gives us a pure heart before him and actually it's a prayer that God would continue to work that out that we would have the integrity in other words that we would be who God has made us uh, as we live our lives and so we're going to sing purify